babies. Hello. Hello. Oh, motherfucker. Uh-oh, plug your cord cord in. Hello, Bill. Uh, you can't hear either of you fucking cunts. God damn it. We try to have one good fucking show, and both you fucks can't even plug your cord cords in. Idiots. <laughs> Richard, how are you feeling? Uh, I, was, I was just in a battle. I heard. I heard. And, I, I enjoyed uh, that. Thank you. Uh, the battle was with myself and the porcelain bills. No. Bills is bills just fucking. I wins just... a little bit of money at the uh, at the casino and everything goes out the fucking door. No. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. You're a fucking idiot. It's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Try one more. Oh, kind of. I heard. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's your that's your computer audio. But I don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, hit the little button on the top left corner. Make sure you're under microphone. Make sure you're using it properly. Uh, Click the where it says uh, asshole, not asshole. Make sure you click asshole because it'll it'll definitely tell if you're lying. And if sometimes there's a special one at the bottom that says dumb asshole, you're going to want to click that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, turn, t- turn it up. <clears throat> How about now? Ooh. It's okay. Cordy Cord's giving you a little trouble. Yeah. Can, can yeah, you just you gotta, turn, up, turn up a little more? Cause I you got to turn it up a little more. Better? Yeah. It's, it's okay. I don't imagine you saying much today because you. <laughs> I can smell the desperation from you from here. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Turn that turn up, up all the way. Turn, yeah, it up, turn all up all the way. way. It's all the way up. <laughs> what a useless piece of shit. Um, Ray, how are you? <laughs> I'm better than both of you. Okay. Welcome to the Simmind Sports Show. Monday headlines, June 28th. Welcome to the show. It's crazy how the month just flies by like that. There you go. Every month. Every month it keeps coming around. It's sad because it's the nice weather time. You want to slow down a little bit. It is. But every month it always comes back. Ask your mother. Uh, that's how Bill. That's how Bill knows he can pay rent again. That's two. Proving day. Whoa, oh, that's way turn, better. Turn it down. Turn it down. Jesus. Is that better? <laughs> yeah. All right. Wow. Right, I can turn I can it down. Hear, I can turn it down some more. Oh, I can hear your liver. Off. Yeah, I can feel that liver failing through that microphone. Yeah, we can better. feel the we can <laughs> feel the heart pumping from the ski trip from here through the mic. Oh, there was none of that. Oh, I'm just hurting. It was a late, late couple nights. Well, when Bill you. when Bill invites you over for a party for a small get together, just know it's never a small get together. Oh, did you guys uh, did you guys dock this weekend? I went to his house to say hello and happy birthday and played a little asshole and it started to get out of hand and I said time to go. <laughs> I stabbed someone. Guns and knives, <laughs> pussy yep. and ash. This is the Queen's Kingdom. Uh, yeah, okay, well, we wrapped that up at two two a.m. I'm like, oh, 
Oh, you were at the casino. No, that was Friday night. I had people over. Rolled that at 2 a.m. Then I rolled that into the fucking casino trip. Pretty much, I got there like one yesterday. You are a bad man. You know what? What you know what? It helped you out if you were drinking white birch, which has never left anybody with a hangover. That's a proven fact. It's the best craft. Beer. It's the best craft beer in New Hampshire. Uh, Ray, time travels and uh, hangovers. You've never experienced them. Just nod your head. Yes. Stop shaking your head. No. Uh, drink responsibly when you drink white birch. And if you do, get down to the tap room and National New Hampshire Red Dress, please. 460 Amherst Street. The good side of Amherst Street. Make sure you get a flight. Get yourself a pint. Get yourself a hat like Bill is wearing now to hide his bald head. Uh, don't get your friends one. I haven't won't even let showered you. yet either. Exactly. Uh, white birch brewing is our place of, of uh, beer selection here in New Hampshire, and it should be yours too. If you can't get down to the brewery, get it at your local beer store. Wherever you get it, tell them the Simple Minds boy sent you white Birch Brewing. All right, boys, we're going to bring in a friend, a friend of the program, talk a little hockey. We're going to start hockey, which is not where you'd think we'd start, but this is what uh, uh, we want to talk to with uh, Matthew Agrippa. Here we go. <laughs> Enter the chat. Remember, uh, remember AOL chat rooms? Oh, yeah. That was, uh-huh. some, that was some early that's Bill, internet bullying. That's how Bill met his first wife. <laughs> Hello, hello. Your mom wasn't on AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> she was. Back in the day, she was. Trust me. Meet you all. Hello. Hello. Chihuahua bitches. Can you, can you hear us? Yep. All right. What's going on, man? How are you? Not bad. Not bad. How are you guys doing? Very we're good, man. Good. Welcome to the, uh, to the program. Uh, we're going we're gonna to start hockey. Is that, does that work with you? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh awesome so and i don't want to butcher your your last name here is it uh grippa or agrippa it's matthew agrippa agrippa southern italian okay uh all right so with us on the program some mind sports show matthew agrippa of the twigs and twine podcast yes first of all actually before we get to hockey can you explain twigs and twine because we make a lot of sexual references on the show generally towards each other's moms and that (laughs) that's an easy one to just that's what ray's mom calls it's a first off, first off, is this show explicit? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Fucking rights, boys. Um, so basically, Twigs and Twine was um, my, my, my creation after being on a different show for a few months. Uh, I decided to go on my own, and then I called up a few buddies of mine, uh, who or called up a buddy of mine who I played hockey with for the past 10 years. We started up episode one, and then um, we, got another, we got another mutual friend of ours to join up. And uh, we're going, fuck, this Wednesday is going to be 20 weeks strong. Good for you nice, guys. man. Good for you. Uh, so give, just give us a little bit of, of your background, your hockey background. We'll, we'll get into some of the uh, particulars here with the NHL. But um, so you, you played a little bit in the past. And so, uh, yeah, so, yeah. So basically I got in, I played minor hockey my entire life. I'm from Toronto, Ontario, up in Canada. Um, I know, I, know this, I know this is a Boston podcast. You guys all from Boston? Yes, sir. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah, outside of Boston. Yeah, we, um, we claim Boston guys stop, as our home. When are you guys going to burn that city to the ground up there in Toronto? <laughs> Give me one, one, more, uh, one more Leafs first round exit, then we'll talk. So yeah, next year. Next year. Oh, yeah, next year. Time. <laughs> that's what you, that's, oh, God. Every year. Sorry, man. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, yeah, I played hockey my entire life. I'm like a stats nerd i'm a hockey historian just complete nerd i'm a hockey nerd in its truest form and with the pandemic coming up or no with the, with the pandemic ongoing um 
like uh, I worked, I, I would work part-time in a restaurant and I not like some, I'm 18. I'm just finished. Like I just finished up high school yesterday and, or two days ago. And Congrats. Um, so yeah, Congrats. I worked a lot. Thank you very much. So with the lockdowns going on over Ontario, um, I had nothing to do. So I decided to get into the podcasting industry and um, yeah, it's been like that ever since uh, Twigs and Twine. We, it's a weekly show every Tuesdays during the, during the season, but now with the summer coming up and uh, he's not going to listen to this. He's not going to uh, hope, hopefully he's not listening to this, but uh, one of our hosts, Joey, <laughs> the guy that likes to fuck off and do his own thing on, on Saturday nights when we like, when we usually record, we have one. So, of those. <laughs> You're looking at a white t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided to switch our, uh, switch our recording schedule around a little bit. So now we're Wednesday. Uh, we record Sundays and uh, we post for Wednesdays. We have interviews on every week. We try to get interviews every week. Um, this week, it's Larry Hiras, uh, part two. He We had him on a few weeks back for his like, 15, 20-year playing career in the States and in Europe. And uh, we had him, uh, that was our first interview. And then for this week, it's his coaching career. Cool, man. Well, yeah, it sounds like some, uh, we'll be tuning into. And um, your host is definitely listening because everyone everyone listens to the zoom mind sports show yeah we've, i'll have, to, I'll have to send them over the link when it's uh when the episode's posted <laughs> yeah Absolutely. we'd like to hear the drama that comes out of this uh, <laughs> all right so let's talk some hockey we do so we do a quick show here 40 45 minutes so we're gonna we're gonna bang out this hockey segment in the off season but um uh, let's start with the stanley cup the lightning are heading back the canadians are heading back for the first time since 93 right Yep. Yeah. 93. Um, as Bruins fans, you know, seeing the Canadians in there is awful. Just, I mean, it, this is the worst case scenario from these Stanley cup playoffs that we probably could have asked for as Boston fans. Um, why don't, why don't you give us your, uh, where you stand with the lightning and just a bad Matt. It's just a terrible, I, I have no interest in this Stanley cup at all. Where, where do you come from? Coming from Toronto. Do you hate Montreal as much as we do? Oh God! So <laughs> after the after that first round series against uh, uh, Montreal Toronto, there's a there's a, a live we did a live podcast on we did a live podcast after Game Seven, and for anyone who wants to hear my full extended forty five minute long thoughts, check that out. It's on our Twitter page, Twigs and Twine Podcast. How much of it was crying? How much of it was drunk? Sorry, was it how much was crying and how much was drunk? Completely sober. 50? completely sober oh man <laughs> the crying oh, came the God. crying came before before i pressed uh start live there you go <laughs> um but yeah so that this pissed me off a lot crying. because as a lifelong as a lifelong leaf fan and you could probably tell from the the nice uh, painting that i have in the back of uh craft hockeyville um like obviously Toronto and Ottawa, but uh, like I'm a lifelong hockey, uh, lifelong Leaf fan, and that killed me. And the fact that I've been like my me myself and um, my other co-host, we've been betting on the Habs to lose in every single series, and we've got it wrong every single time. Uh, I said it, we recorded earlier today, and I said it's going to be Tampa Bay in six games because I want like I would, I will do anything to make sure to see that the Habs get knocked out again. No, to see the Habs get knocked out. So Matt, are you a gambler? Do you gamble like kind of no. right? Okay. No. All right. Well, it's, let me let's clue like... you let's clue you in on something. You're you're someone that we would like to call a mush. So what I need you to do is place all of your bets on Montreal to to a, to affirm that 
Tampa's going to win this. Because little <laughs> did we know, you're the reason that Montreal keeps winning. You keep betting on, against them, and they keep ruining your dreams and, and <laughs> reciprocation, our dreams. So just going to need you to bet Montreal. Lose, lose a little bit of money. And, uh, yeah, not a lot. I can't, short, can't term, see short-term them. loss for the long-term gain. Yeah, exactly. We can't exactly. see them uh, uh, raise the cup. No, absolutely no. not. Lightning in four. Lightning in four. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, or gentlemen sweep. Yeah, I had a couple more questions. I'll, I'll throw it over to you guys. I feel like I've been talking a little bit. Ray or Bill, do you got anything for the uh, the Toronto fan? Go ahead, Bill. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys going to do this offseason? What do you think the plans are for the offseason? I mean, you guys just had a – you bolted your uh, roster to make it for a Stanley Cup run. You had probably the easiest run to the Stanley Cup, and now you lost. What do you think is going to happen in the offseason for you guys? Oh, God. I, I've, I've done an hour and a half straight on this. I'm going to give you the quick version. Um, Freddie Anderson in goal has got to go five million bucks a year AAV uh, on expiring deal that he's gonna he's gonna command around that if not more. We'll give you two Garask. <laughs> we, got, we, got, we, got, we, got, we got one of those guys if you're looking for him. Yeah, yeah, but the only the only difference is my uh, Freddie's not out for seven months with a torn labrum, uh, labrum, labrum, whatever it's called. Hip is what we call it because it's a simple mind sports show. Yeah, he's, he's he's got a bum hip. Um, yeah, I. I <laughs> There's no fix. Here's the thing. I'm sorry. There's no fixing Toronto. I mean, no. this was your best chance. This was the, this was it. Uh, and you, and it seems like we say that every single year that they underachieved, this was your best chance. There's just something in the water. I will say this. Every dog has its day, but hockey is a really old sport in Toronto. Uh, roots run deep. It may take a hundred years. It may take a Boston Red Sox, Chicago Cub. Yeah. I've said, it before. Type of thing. I've said it before. It looks like Toronto's the Chicago Cubs of the NHL. Mm-hmm. You gotta start. You know, it's a great about, story, yeah. though. It's a great story. Just yeah, keep following story, it, but... and uh, you know, <laughs> when the Cubs won, it 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 was a little bit of a death to baseball, like not having that. There's to, nothing like, us. Pay attention yeah, to yeah even the court. White Sox won up right after the Red Sox too. I mean, yeah. Oh, ew. God, uh, we, uh, can I ask uh, both? Uh, not hockey guy Ray, but hockey guy Bill. And is it, do you like Matt or Matthew? Matt, Matthew, Mateo, whatever cool. you prefer. All right, Matt. Uh, so, Carey Price in particular, who is playing out of his mind, let's put aside the hate for that we have for the Habs. If he wins a Stanley Cup, what does that do for his legacy? Okay, so Carey Price, in my opinion, has been the best goalie of the past decade. And, like, his stats prove, like, his stats show it. Though the past few years he's been playing, let's call it like it is, awful by his standards. He's still Canada's goalie. He's still the number one goalie in Canada. Like, the Olympics coming up next year, he's going to be the starter. No, like, no ifs, ands, or buts. No, no way around it. But if he wins that cup, it's like it's like when Ovechkin won the cup. Everyone, like, he has such a great legacy. He's got the tight. He's got, Ovi had scoring titles. He had, um, I think he had a heart trophy in there. And people kept saying, like, his all his detractors would say, yeah, he's won a cup. Or, sorry, he's uh, got the titles. He's got the accolades. Where's the cup? Yep. So I think if Montreal wins this cup, that is going to further uh, – what's the right word? It's going to further show why Carey Price should be in the Hall of Fame, which I already think he will be in the Hall of Fame based off of his track record and so up so far. But it will show why he – like why he really deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, why he deserves to be among the top 10, if not top five goalies in history. And anybody who ever said that 10.5 million bucks a year is an overpayment can shut the fuck up. <laughs> if he wins, that's true. Bill, Bill, do you uh, kind of agree with that or you have a different take on Kerry? No, I have. Yeah, I kind of agree with that too. Cause it's, I mean, it's just, I'm going to compare another one that's probably right up there with, with Tuka Rask. I mean, put a Stanley cup on Tuka Rask, right? You know, that's finally validating him. You know, he's been one of the best goalies in the same 
probably the number two, but number two or three best goalie, you know, Ludquist is up there and, um, yeah. you know, Carey Price, Tugaras the last 10 years. So, I mean, just think it just, it puts you at probably the best, you know, they, none of the top guys, Ludquist had to retire or now he's, he's went to Washington. You no, know, he went to Washington, but then he is uh, heart exploded. So he had to kind of sit up the whole year, but I mean, that that's what he's looking for. He's looking for that cup to, you know, he's been one of the best goalies of the generation. And now, you know, that, that just solidifies it. And like you said, Ovechkin, hell yeah. You know, Rich, yeah, it, you, it, you watch him down there. So, I mean, first round exit, first round exit. Now he's got the cup. What he alleviate, it, 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 it alleviates the yeah, but from the conversation, like, like yeah. Matt was saying, like Ovechkin is one of the greatest players. One of the, call it one of the greatest scores the NHL has ever seen, but he never won that got eliminated. Now it's just Ovechkin's one of the greatest scores the NHL has ever seen. And there's no, yeah, but to it. Same thing. That'll be the same with Carey Price. Carey Price is one of the greatest goalies the NHL has ever seen. Period. End of story. If they don't win this, it'll be, but he never won the cup. So tack that onto his resume. Sorry to interrupt you there, but yeah, now you, you can still say the same thing about, Ra- about Rask. Like you mentioned, he's a great goalie, but, but he still never won a cup. Oh, trust me. Trust me. We, we know. know. We, we know. have the we quest know. for the butthole tattoo. If they win, if the Bruins win with uh, Tugaras, Bill has to get a tattoo of Tugaras. We're going to have butthole. It's it. We have great legal documents. We have two mm-hmm. lawyers on our side. It's I'm never doing it. Cause it's never going to happen. No, it's pretty legitimate. Uh, but to your point, it's never going to happen. So I mean, two, two cup final losses kind of speak volumes. Hey, put some yeah. respect on his name. He's got his name on that cup. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know with goal with goalies. If you play, uh, if you play less than 10 games in a season, I don't think you can get the cup. He played more than that. He played about half that season in 11. <laughs> Did he? Then he got yeah. benched. Oh, yeah. Yeah, then he, he got started because he started. He played in 2010. He, he was um, the 3 0, the Philly. Uh, yeah, oh, that, the... And then he then they benched him in 2011 when, the, when they went on the run. He's got his own uh, Hall of Fame for shitting his pants. Um, <laughs> all right. So we, but you're in got... the active roster, too, by the way. So if you're, you're a backup goalie, you're still technically in the game because you're Yeah, true. The... But at the same true. But at the same time, like, I know. Oh, yeah. That's a good point, actually. So I know with the with the player rules, it's forty one game or at bare, bare minimum half the regular season games or one cup final game. Well, there you go. Maybe he's not on the cup. I think he is though. He is because uh, they're on. He's on that like. Yeah, he's still on the, the backup. He's still on the backup. So we All right, so so let's finish this. We're gonna have you back on in a little bit, and we'll talk some Bruins stuff when the hockey offseason comes on. But before, but let me get your take here on the Tampa Bay Lightning. A Stacked as hell roster going back to back, you know, they're back to back Stanley Cup visits here. If they win it, where do they lie? And I don't know, where do you, you know, whatever you want to define it, greatest in the last 10 years, greatest of this era, one of the best teams that we've seen since X. Where, where, where should we start talking about legacy with this Tampa team and the way that they've kind of run over the league in the last several years? Yeah, I would compare personally. I would compare them to the the uh, the LA Kings and the Blackhawks of the first half and, of the decade. The Pittsburgh yeah. too. Later on, the last yep. couple of years with Phil. Oh, when Pittsburgh they got too. Yeah. yeah, but because if you look at it, they have ev- they have everything. They have like Vasilevsky, top two goalie, and like he his with everyone talks about how how insane Price has been over the play, uh, the course of the playoffs. Vasilevsky has this the exact st- is within point two of everything from him, whether it be higher or lower. I think he's got. Like a point point zero two better say like save percentage save percentage than price and like point two uh, GA worse. Yeah, yeah. Or you know he's four and zero too in his last like seven or his last four like uh, clinching games or some shit like that with four shutouts. 
Jesus. He has not, not given up a goal in four, four straight time. shutouts. Dude, that guy is the best goalie in the fucking world. And they did it, again, game seven without Kucherov. He didn't play. You know, he's banged up. You saw him kind of come back late late. Well, at the start of the playoffs. They're fucking wagon, and it solidifies them. It yeah. puts them up there. The one, you know, Stamkos gets that one. It's no, you know, you put a second one on, it's no fluke anymore. Same thing, you know what I mean? And I don't think yeah. it's a fluke anyway with the – I mean, they got – that sweep that they took on in 2019 was atrocious. You know, that, that should never have happened. They were a wagon. They should have walked through and, and, and won that cup, honestly. Uh, when the Bruins went there against the Blues, they didn't. They come back. And to do it, I think, like, coming back off that type of loss in the playoffs and then to run right through to the cup and get the cup and now to come back again, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, you know, Blackhawks, Penguins, they too. absolutely. Those are really good comps. You know, I don't, I don't know if we have like an early nineties red wings type of, I don't think any of those teams really compete to that. And I don't know if Tampa can do it. Cause I think they're going to run up against some salary cap issues here coming up. Obviously we know I, what sorry, they did I, I this season. I'm going to interrupt you there. They're not like, I'm looking at their cap friendly page right now. Like the only, the only players, points, that, the only players that they have to sign for uh, this off season is their bottom six. Like Blake Coleman aside, Blake Coleman aside, they have to sign their bottom six. And David Savard, like David Savard, Savard, sorry, they brought on as a rental. That's he's no no Coleman more. Coleman too. They brought sorry? him on. As, I think Coleman they brought on a rental as well. No, here's the Coleman, only here's they the brought, only, they brought Coleman on last year. Here's oh, the only point I'll make to that side of the bottom. I think the reason that Tampa is as good, obviously their high end talent is is top of the league, but they run four lines at you all day long. So oh, yeah. if you if you can't sign those bottom six and you drop off in that bottom six, then they're not going to be the same team. They might be able, you know. Uh, Look, I, you can't – I think that's why the Blackhawks and the Penguins and these guys are good examples because you can't run this type of talent, this type of team out there for 10 years straight anymore. Like, it, it is a three-, four-, five-year run, and then things catch up with you. That's a, that's a salary cap league. And they're not going to see it on the high end, and maybe that won't hurt them. But I think the, one of the biggest strengths of this Tampa team for the last several years is they run four lines at you, and all four of them can beat you. Obviously, their top end is, is and Their defense undeniable. is fucking loaded, too. Yeah, and their defense is loaded. And like you said, best goalie in the league, probably one or two. So, yeah, uh, yeah I think I think those are good comps. Hey, man, uh, this was fun talking hockey. We hate to bounce you off here. But we're going get, to get to some other stuff. Um, let us know where we can listen to, find, and, and subscribe and everything else to Twigs and Twine. All right, so uh, like I mentioned earlier, every usually every Tuesday, but now it's going to be starting every Wednesday. We are uh, we post it on Spotify, on Anchor, on Apple Podcast, Overcast, Pod uh, Podcatcher. We are, we're on like a, uh, about ten different pro, ten different platforms. You can also catch us at I think I think the the URL is undraftedmedia.com slash twigs and twine. Yep. Um, and yeah, um, that's about it. You can catch us on Twitter and Insta, Twitter uh, at twigs and twine pod, Instagram at twigs and twine podcast. And yeah, always uh, feel free to drop us a follow. Anyway, we're looking for some new topics for the summer to discuss on our, on our shows when the, the news of, uh, eventually dries up because we're strictly a hockey show. And uh, to be honest, I do not know a single thing about the NBA. The, I barely know him with the NBA, MLB, <laughs> he's NFL. A, he's a hockey um, guy. So yeah, just drop. Like, we're all, always looking for new content. So any ideas, feel free to, to give us a shout. Our DMs cool, are always open. Well, yeah, we'll have you back on when we uh, when we have some Bruins news that comes up. Get your opinion on it for sure. Perfect, perfect. Looking forward right, to it. Right Thanks for joining us.
Yeah. Yeah. We want to talk to you about that too. So we'll get to that. Uh, maybe we'll, maybe have back on sooner rather than later. Cause I know we want to get some, some stuff, but we ran out of time. So, all right. Perfect. All right we'll Gentlemen, talk to you soon. Take it easy. It was an absolute pleasure. Up. Later, man. Twigs and twine. A little hockey talk. Uh, Bill, I appreciate you opening your eyes for our guest. Um, and it, Bill. Sorry. It's all right. You know what I you know what I think Bill does need, and I'm sure that he's already uh, used this because um, as dumb as he is, he does have some redeeming qualities, and this is a no-brainer. Dip into your back-to-basics bag and get yourself feeling right and a natural remedy resource. What do you use there? What's the product of choice there, Bill? I use one of the topical rollers. Like Top of the roll is for uh, 300 for old, milligrams. Yeah. Old Billy Badwing, who can't lift his arm over his shoulder. That's what he relieves his uh, stress and um, uh, pain with. If Ray had any uh, sense, he would be doing the same on his achy joints because that frame cannot cannot be holding up that well after this many years of. This, no, you know what helps is losing I don't want to get. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> but, you know, if that's not a possibility for you, Dip, dip into the CBD, all natural uh, remedies for your aches, your pains, uh, sleeping. I, I've said that I put it on the bottom of my feet, gives me a beautiful night's sleep. Wherever you get it, whatever you use it for, head to backtobasicsllc.com. That's B-A-K, the number two, basicsllc.com. With every order you make, you get a free sample. You're just every dollar you spend, you're getting something back for free. It's an absolute no-brainer. Back to basics LLC dot com natural cbd remedies I all right like, let's go uh, hold on i like how you in the email <laughs> the break for that i like it <laughs> <laughs> what first no, of all thank you for reading the email second of all i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you later okay uh, gotta look at it just, MO- just the way it's typed uh, just as we diet oh i was oh, i've been drunk since 10 a.m i've been, <laughs> been oh all right it's been a day my friend uh let's do some baseball talk the fuck are the yankees dead red yeah, sox they're, they're fucking terrible red sox sweep the yankees uh what are they five and oh six and oh six and oh six and oh against them this year obviously three games that's rich idiot um uh, man first of all look the yankees are dead but bill i know we're not completely through june yet but come on are the Red Sox for real? What? We'll get to the race series on Tuesday. We're going to do an O-Dark 30 uh, talk, and we'll talk about that race series, which was disappointing. However, you sweep your rival. You're 6-0 against them. You're uh, right there for the division lead. You're technically one of the best teams in the AL. I know your pitching is, is a gigantic question mark, but Evaldi comes out again, pitches a fucking gem. I don't know. You got to start thinking there for real. You're, as the biggest skeptic of the Red Sox on this panel, where, where are your thoughts now? I mean, they're definitely a playoff team. You know, I don't think I'm buying into that, but they need, they need, they need, uh, they need, there's holes there. Pitching. I don't trust this pitching still, you know, but it's kind of looking at the other division. Again, you're, you're, you're beating up on the other division. You did just lose two out of three to Tampa, which, which hurts now, you know, I think you fell back behind first place. You're still right, a half game out. Oh, you're half a game. Yeah. Even after, or you might've, I, I didn't look at standings today after the win, but um, you, you're tied or a half game out. Yeah. So basically, I mean, it's going to be a dog fight. You know, you're, I think Tampa is a better team, you know, but they just lost class now. So they just have better pitching and that's, that's going to be the one factor. And I, I don't trust the Yankees. <laughs> They're fucking terrible, dude. 
we're half game. We're a half yeah. game up for first place. Yeah, okay. Also, Bill, are you moving away from the 82-83 wins for the season now? Or are you thinking now if they're the sweep and what they've done with the Rays that they could be better than that? Uh, yeah, probably because, I mean, if, uh, you know, if I put them in that playoff territory, you probably got to be closer to 90, 85, yeah. 86, you know, so, somewhere up there. But, again, I still don't trust the pitching. And so is that the Cups now, 85-86 instead of 82-83? Yeah, I think so. Nice. Uh, also, not only am I going to pray for Rich's butthole, but pray for the fear boners because Garrett Rich, uh, Garrett Cole, whew, he's got the sticky icky. He scared him. Only five innings, uh, five innings <laughs> pitched today. Uh, what do you get? Sub, six earned, uh, six runs, five earned runs, two walks, and only six Ks. The fear boners are going down quicker than the Yankees are right now. I'm, I'm sorry, Bill. Still in first place, baby. <laughs> Pray for the fear boners. Pray for the fear boners. Uh, yeah, the sticky. What'd you call it? The sticky icky scared him. Yeah, yeah, because he since that came out and he hasn't been able to use it. He is not that fucking ace that the Yankees need. He no, does he had not that look one, good. He had that one good game, or not? It wasn't even a good game. He had that game against Detroit where he struck out. It's uh, Detroit though. Donaldson a couple times. That was like a good fuck you to him. But oh, that t- was. Uh, the twins, yeah, yeah, the twins, yeah. Uh, that was before, yeah. When I say Detroit, uh, that that was a good fuck you, but yeah, since um, last Monday when they started testing for the sticky, these fucking guys, except for yeah, Nate Valdi, good for him, and Pavetta, suck it, Bill. Uh, we'll get into it on Tuesday, but first of all, you throw a no hitter through six and two thirds, and you get bold. That's not a no hitter. It's no hit innings. I'm so. Oh, never mind. You're throwing a no hitter through six and two thirds. I know it's it's not a no hitter. Like this is yeah. my point. I'm aggravated by it. And the idea of teams throwing no hitters, fuck that noise. What a stupid. I've always said God, God, the, I hate that. The, the no hitter is the most overrated overrated thing in all of sports. No, I'm so sick and tired of it. It's by one guy. How about if a team doesn't? No, who worse. gives a shit? <laughs> Even worse. Yeah, Even but they'll worse. have 12 walks. AJ Burnett threw a no-hitter in like 2003 with nine fucking walks. Nine yeah. walks. He probably lost like the Red Sox did in that Nick. Didn't he have a run no in that hitter. game too? Yeah. yeah. There, was, he, there was some of them that gave up a couple because he walked the bases loaded. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah it it's is so it is stupid. A, it is a stupid stat, but the idea of pulling a guy who's throwing a no-hitter in, with – Six and two thirds. There's a man on second. You I'm letting him finish. I'm letting him finish the inning. You gotta let him finish the inning. 106 I, pitches. Fucking nerds, Ray. The nerds called down to the dugout. And Cora, <clears throat> he's almost at 100. You gotta pull him. He's gonna hurt his arm. He's that one this guy three right? times. There's yes. no chance in hell he gets this guy out. You have to get him out of there. <laughs> oh, even Maven. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> The, the problem is the Pavetta's of the world and everyone they're on board too. Like Pavetta's sound out of the, out of the game was, you know, I wanted to stay in. I, I like Nick Pavetta. First of all, I don't know if I've made I this like clear him. in this program. I think he's a gamer. I think he's a good pitcher. Uh, he's a good three, four star pitcher, whatever. I think he wanted to stay in there. He said so, but he also understands that we're playing by the numbers here and he got why he got pulled and he's not that mad about it. Unlike a guy like Sale or Scherzer or someone who would have fucking you, you do not they go out to that mountain. No, uh-uh. You don't. They're not take if that's Chris Sale right there, Max Scherzer. You're not going out there to take him out of the game. All right. No, he would have thrown the ball post, at post, Cora. Yeah, post Tommy. Head. Fuck post you, Tommy nerds. John. Yes. <laughs> post Tommy John. Yes. But Jesus, not before. I would have let him at least let him finish the inning. Let him get out of the jam. Let him just give. You know. I mean, I get it. You're in a tight race with Tampa. You know, we, we talked about what last week trying to not to throw the series away. You know, you're in there like that, but I mean, you're you're up 
you know, six and two thirds. He had 106 pitches. I probably would have even brought him back out. Let him get up to the 120, 130 range and see how far you can go. Yeah, you know, just I give, mean, give the kid a chance to at least throw it, even though my, I think it's over fucking rated, but he was mowing, dealing. Like he was yeah. dealing, you know, and the, the pitch count is bullshit. When you're coming up on the all-star break, we've talked about going for a six-man rotation. You can give him an extra day or two of rest. You push his starts back. You know, there's ways to build more rest. You can go the bullpen game, skip a start, and boom. It's the same bullshit. It's just, uh, just yeah. let him at least try. Even if they lose, just fuck it. Yeah, let yeah. him at least finish the inning. That's all I wanted. Finish the inning. Let him fucking finish the inning. Then from there, see how he's doing, see how his comfort level is. If he doesn't want to go back out, obviously he's going to want to, but pull him then. Don't pull him in the middle of the inning. Well, that just yeah, shows you the young pitcher between yeah between him and Chris Sale because Chris Sale's not coming out of that game. No. None of these guys are even coming out. I don't even think they probably would have pulled Evaldi out of that game. You know, that's Evaldi just threw, what do you throw like a hundred and uh, he was close to like one seventeen, one nineteen the other day. What do you pitch seven and two thirds? It's fucking yeah. June. Like I don't understand. Like I can understand April, May, but June. Come on, let him fucking pitch. Hey, uh, here's something. Tune in on Tuesday for our O Dark Thirty show where we'll be talking a lot of baseball, uh, all baseball, all Red Sox. Uh, Bill's going to try and stay awake for that. It's coming up. We're going to record it in 15 minutes and uh, 10 minutes. Sorry, Bill, 10 minutes. And uh, well, it'll be a 20 minute show before Bill leaves. Before we get to that, uh, we got to talk a little bit NBA. Um, let's start with this. The Blazers get Chauncey Billups. Was that the Celtics guy? Yep. Yep. Former yep. Celtic NBA champion uh, players coach because he's so young. That was the guy that was, it wasn't Becky Hammond. It was definitely Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups was the Celtics first round pick. They made him an offer. He said no. Cause he wanted the Blazers job. Do you, yep. okay, better and, hold on, hold on. And now Dan's what's out. He wants to say, see ya. Yeah, well, that this news came out right before the show. Dame wants out now. This is why it's a better question. Did Chauncey Billis make the right choice? No, he did not. Because you want to go to – so you're not going to have uh, Carmelo Anthony. You won't have Dame. So you're going to be rolling with C.J. McCollum as your star player. Oh, I read an article, too, that he might be available and the Celtics should target him. Well, if Dame leaves, they're going to blow it up. Yeah, and C.J. McCollum might be a guy to fucking target. Maybe Chauncey knows that. Maybe he wants full reign. Maybe he wants to take on a startup and and go – I don't know why you would. Portland's one of those markets that is just – it's not an NBA market that, you know, you can get these big free agents to come to or – I don't know why you'd want to go there and try to start that. Yeah, they chased away one of their best players ever in uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, who was with Damian Lillard. Well, no, he was ring ring chasing. But still, like, you're, you're playing him with Damian Lillard, who was a fucking monster. Yeah, you were ring chasing, but you were ring chasing with an old Durant. I mean, an old uh, Duncan. You know, you got uh, swept at the first round. You won the championship and got swept in the first round. Yeah, which does make you question if I would have played devil's advocate on the Celtics and was he their first choice who denied it? If you just look at it logically, why would he deny the Celtics job to take the Portland job because of everything we just said? But in my gut, I still I think it's real because. Unless they, unless Sam Cassell was the guy, look, it was Sam Cassell, Chauncey Billups were the names out there and Jason Kidd and whoever else, which I don't think were real. I think Chauncey Billups and Sam Cassell were real. And Becky Hammond was there. I don't think Becky Hammond's turning down down a job, job. especially from the Boston Celtics, as much as we want to give him shit. It's still the Boston Celtics in the NBA. Sam Cassell, he's been, everything around him has been quiet. We haven't heard a damn thing out of him. So I don't think it doesn't sound like he's getting an offer. So it had to have been Billups. But you, now you ask, like, why would you go to fucking Portland when you have Boston right here he with just two young Boston. all-stars? He might. He might. He might hate Boston. Maybe that tastes as well from them dealing him. Maybe. Yeah. Or they're, or he's uh, he's on the 
Kyrie uh, cult train. Maybe he just thinks everyone's a racist prick. And maybe he got word about the Jays being uh, insufferable cunts and that he doesn't want to come deal with that bullshit. That might be it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when does Becky get? When does Becky Hammond get a job, or any woman? When does the NBA? It feels like it's feels like this was pretty close. Orlando Oops. Magic. Yeah, Magic seems like. Who else I, is left? It's Magic Wizards. You think yeah. it? Oh, so you think it happens this year? I think the Magic here. She's going to land a job with the Magic this year. Really? I think. Break. I think. Jot that down, Ray. Didn't the Magic have it? Down. They were Already interested did. in her at one point two last year. I like it. I mean, I, I would well, think about it. Think about if it. They got if Becky Hammond went to the Celtics. I've said this on this program. If, Becky, if Celtics hired Becky Hammond, I think with the support of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and the way that they carry themselves in the social justice community and, and, you know, everything else that they have going for them and being of that age that they think differently from they, they think of everyone as you know, equal and, and such. And they have respect for uh, Carol Larson was the uh, assistant coach on Celtics. Yeah. They would have hired her. There they have experience with her. One. I think that would have worked out fucking awesome, at least in the short term. I would have loved it. Um, but yeah, so I, I think it's close, Ray. You think it's this year. Yeah. I mean, think about it, Orlando. They don't have any superstars on that team anymore. Cole Anthony's their one promising guy, but other than that, Jonathan they have Isaac's there, right? But they have no one. It's not like a bit in the market down there. It's Disneyland. So does it, do they really care? It's Florida. Like Amanda said when she was on the show, Florida doesn't give a fuck about sports. No taxes, though. You put her down there. I mean, that's a very uh, openly open community. They're big into the LBGT community. So that's another thing. So why not bring her down there? Be the first woman ever to coach an NBA team. That'd be perfect. Hey, why not? Hey, why I wouldn't not? take it if I was Becky. <laughs> Neither would I. <laughs> I'd hold out. I'd hold out. Well, isn't um I'd hold thanks, out and, but no thanks. I'd hold out and wait for Steve Nash to get back. Hold on, is New Orleans Brooklyn. available too? New Orleans is the other one. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Ooh. There's three left. Oh, oh, oh. That'd be a nice. That'd be interesting. Lonzo and uh, Zion. I'd love to see it. And I'd love to see her kick some ass across the league too. I think there's so many fucking bums, so many retread bums in all professional sports at the head coaching position. So. It's not good old boy, but buddy, buddy, like who, you know, it, it, it's, it's gotten stale. So I would like to see that happen. Uh, speaking of getting stale, the Mavs hired Jason Kidd. <laughs> Ray, actually, I'm going to go right to Ray. Uh, it, it was this Friday or Saturday that uh, we had an angry text exchange. As soon as they hired Jason Kidd, I said, it was Friday, you both hated me. Luka Doncic will be available in two years. And I had, to, <laughs> I got so angry with Ray's <laughs> response that I would like you to uh, try and, uh, you know. What do you want to say? Up, live on come, the no, I'll say it all live. No, Mark Cuban owns a team. He's not going to let Luka Doncic go for nothing. He's going to be on this team. If Jason Kidd, if Luka doesn't like Jason Kidd, he's going to get bounced. This is Luka's world that you guys are living in now, boys. He is going to own the Dallas Mavericks. He, Whatever he wants, Mark Cuban's going to make happen. There's no way he's going to let the best player in the NBA that's going to be the best player in the NBA go. No fucking way. And my response to that, Bill, was he doesn't have a fucking choice. Have you watched the NBA in the past 10 years? Uh-huh. Have you watched Kevin Durant exactly become a mercenary? It's a player's fucking league, Raymond. He can do anything he wants. Luka Doncic can do anything, literally anything yes. he wants. But I'm saying Mark Cuban's going to make it so he doesn't want to. How? If he wants how? to come in, he's like, how? How? If he wants out, he wants out. If he wants What's to play with anyone, he's going to get him. What, what if he doesn't like Jason Kidd? They're going to keep hiring Bounce coach him. after coach after coach? No. No, you oh still my God. okay. What are you gonna talk- pay a hundred million dollars a year for fucking fired coaches' salaries? You let fucking- me talk to you. Let me talk to you from God, a real standpoint so of uh, look. That's uh, kind of how the tax exchange went right there. Luca is what twenty five years old, no less than twenty. He was like 23. 22. Okay, look, 
Um, young people, right, all people, any people need leadership and they thrive on good leadership. They want leadership. So if Mark Cuban just keeps throwing out whatever Luka Doncic thinks he wants at 22 years old and he keeps failing in front of him, he's not going to stay with the Mavs just because he gets what he wants. It's not going to happen. That's not how it happens. And it's Brown James got whatever he wanted in Cleveland and look at that there for him. Pat Riley said that he would he would fire 22. everybody in Miami right now if LeBron James wanted to come back. He said it to a and got fined. And he got fined for it. Yeah. Like and he grand. had to pay some money for fucking tampering. This is the NBA, Ray. You're an idiot. And th- the bigger point is Jason Kidd, who beat his wife for 10 years and failed in, in New Jersey and failed in, he blew her in, kisses, in, in Milwaukee. That was Doug Christie, wasn't it? Didn't no, it was deserve a job. Didn't de- deserve a job because he sucks at coaching and seemingly he's a prick. And they hired this guy in Dallas. Why? Because he was a point guard similar to Luca. What a fucking mistake. What a mistake. Come you on. Had a, you years. had a good coach with Rick Carlisle. I don't care. Like, I thought he would have been a perfect coach for the Celtics. I like uh, Rick Carlisle. He, he wouldn't have worked here because everything that's gone on, I think. You needed no, uh, I know he didn't check any diversity. He didn't check enough boxes, and I think that's a real thing. Uh, but uh, I but mean, his Rick resume is, did. Yes, of course. His Rick Carlisle is a great coach. Uh, he hasn't won a playoff series in like ten years, but he's a good coach. Uh, bad teams. Dirk's fucking crippled back, running up and down the court. <laughs> Either way, Ray, bottom of the totem pole of dumb. When Luka Doncic forces his way out of Dallas, we'll come back to this. Uh, Suns are up three-one. Congrats, Bill. Congrats, yeah, Bill. Yeah, baby, my sons. Let's go. <laughs> he's, he's he's actually wearing pretty close to uh, Phoenix attire. Yep. That, if that was a dirty white beater instead of a dirty white tee, you'd be you'd nail it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Hawks turned into pumpkins. Do you think this is? It? I mean, the fucking Bucks annihilated them. After they got embarrassed What's by that? Two one, right? Right. Nope. It's one one. one. They're oh, playing tonight. All right. Sunday night. Oh yeah. Well, what were they up? They were up forty nine or fifty at one point, weren't they? <laughs> if Trey Young, if Trey Young doesn't. Uh, take if Trey Young doesn't own the game, then the Hawks don't have a chance. Was kind of my point from the beginning. The problem is Trey Young has a chance to own four of these games. Yep, he's going to. <laughs> okay, Ray's got his Ray's got his opinion out there. Drew, don't uh, sleep on Drew Holiday there too. I mean, he's I he's love a good, Drew Holiday. He, he's a plus defender, and you're seeing it on Trey Young. And four you first run, round picks for Drew Holiday, and you can run Chris Middleton. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. What was it five? I think it was, it was four. Two, four. Swap. In one or two pick swaps, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The other three, yeah, four, it was yeah. four, and then the years three in between. Pick swaps. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It, it, the year in between were the pick swaps, and they gave him a max deal. <laughs> yeah, fucking crazy. Drew fucking holiday. Dude, go good. I mean, they're in position. Where they should win. They should Phoenix. be. They I got Phoenix. Be too. Phoenix is oh, I no Phoenix. fucking way. Phoenix is taking this thing, man. If CP3 can stay healthy. I got Phoenix. Uh, well, I guess they're not gonna win. So give me the box. <laughs> <laughs> Did he get hurt? No, he just never stays no, he healthy. Will. It's the playoffs, man. He came back. Um, he should take tomorrow. He, he, pretty good take, back too. he should take the next game off. They're up 3 1. Just like, take yeah. it easy. Take it easy, Chris. Uh, let's finish the show with a little Tom Brady talk. We keep getting these snippets out of this fucking guy. Uh, quote, when so asked, insufferable. When asked the question, quote, I'm going to fuck you up because of that. When asked, uh, or when telling the story about one team, that uh, passed on him who originally said that they had interest in him or had an offer for him. I think this is the saints. We talked about it in our text exchange over the weekend that uh, Brady was close to signing with the saints. It was all about drew Brees, who was contemplating retirement. Drew Brees ended up coming back. 
I that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I, but I, I really think Chicago. I know I like. Well, think. Like sorry Trubisky. to interrupt you. But I just, think of yeah. think of the parameters. So this team offer said that we have an offer for you, and then retracted it. Oh yeah, then there's the Saints. I have they, one. They, they, they I were have or San Francisco. No, that's the one I think it is. San Francisco because they couldn't trade Jimmy G, so they didn't have the cap space, so they couldn't get him. And I think they pulled it back and they said, he said, I'm going to fucking make your life miserable. I could see that. Yep. Yeah, I, I just feel like the Saints makes a lot of sense because, like, you're waiting on Drew Brees' answer. That's why, you're, you know, you're reaching out to Brady. And also, when was that quote, I'm going to fuck you up for this, did he know that he was going to go to Tampa after in the division? You beat him in the playoff. You beat him. <laughs> like, you ran through him. You he ran, he ruined him Drew Brees' career. Is the quote real? Did he just make it up after the fact, knowing that he beat up on the Saints? Probably. Like, like did fuck did, this guy? Fuck him. <laughs> he's right, getting he's a little old. Isn't old he? and sufferable. That he's fucking getting prick. a little fucking old with his cocky oh, man, I hope he drowns next year in the Super Bowl parade. And I don't think that this is biased to say this. I think that if he was talking like this on the Patriots, I think we would get kind of sick of it too. With there, like I like cocky got, and arrogance. I got sick of it for the last couple of years. I like cocky and arrogance, that. but I think that we like the guys to do it on the field. I mean, he was a prick on the field. Everybody knows it, and we like that about him. But if he was coming out and in, in, in press conferences and doing interviews and talking about how fucking great he was and how awesome he was, I think all, most of New England will kind of get sick of that. Yeah. Like, we just don't no, like they, that type no, of No, they don't, because he's down in Tampa, and most of New England suck <laughs> yeah, his that's dick. That's fucking no. true, too. All true. Right. Good point, uh, This has been the Simple Mind Sports Show. Monday headlines, June 28th. We'll see you on Tuesday for our ODAR 30 baseball show. Bye-bye. 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 Ray, you're going to wear that jersey to uh, Carolina? Yeah, why not? Is there a lot of Native Americans down there? What does that mean? Well, I'm wearing an Indians jersey. Oh, no, I meant the Brady jersey. Oh, fuck that, no. Oh, you owe owe us. uh, Uh, You owe me, and you owe me, so yeah, you both owe me, so no. Bill, if we want this guy to show his tits off in a Brady jersey, you're going to have to read a poem, and I'm going to have to sing WAP. All right. Sooner rather than later. <laughs> the bottom of the totem pole of dumb has the leverage at this point. We need to we need to change that. This is okay. not this is not a position that I'm used to, or nor am I comfortable with. You're not comfortable because you're I, shit. I, I agree. Uh, yeah, there's a turd that's trying to <laughs> leave my butthole as we speak, but can't. I've tried, but it's trying. And, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, man, I had to. I-95 one was pretty good. That was, that was like good. I-90 traffic jam. Just <laughs> saw a little bit of leakage on the, in the breakdown lane. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a movie where there's, like, a spaceship that's moving, but it's moving, at, like, in a different space and time so the time is going much much slower for them but oh, over interstellar here, is it interstellar yeah with matthew mcconaughey and it's like you can see it moving but it's not moving that much but it's moving but then life is just going on that's well, what they have yeah when they have the video chats they're like way older every yeah. time they're, they're outside it like makes a tick 
That movie confused the shit out of me. Yeah, you don't say it. I was fucking like, what did I just watch? Anyway, that's what my butthole feels like. (laughs) 